Hi, welcome to Exploring the Illusion of Free Will. My name is George Ortega, and with me is our guest, Anel. Anel, great to see you again, dude. What's up, money bags? Yeah, here we go. <laughs> we are on episode 131, meaning we've done 130 episodes explaining to you already why nothing that you do is in any way up to you, can never be, has never been, and that's the reality. It's amazing. I mean, can you, you know, if you, if you disagree with this or don't understand this, that's how amazing this is, you know, like, you know, and, you know, don't blame yourself if you don't because, like, you know, it's not up to you. But, like, all right, so the, 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 the theme of this show, you know, we've done so many episodes trying to explain to you, like, why causality makes free will impossible, why our unconscious makes free will impossible, why the fact that everything we do is to seek pleasure and avoid pain makes free will impossible. All right, so, like, this, in this show, we're going to go over some of the things, like, in our lives, you know, more of this, you know, this explaining what's not up to our free will, you know, what we pretty much understand, not that this stuff is debatable, because sometimes people don't understand causality and determinism, they debate this and stuff, but this is stuff in our life that you know this isn't up to you, and like to the extent you can understand this, maybe then that'll help you to understand why, um, why the basic, in principle, free will is impossible, right? So before we do this, just very briefly, you know, I'm going to go through this really uh, briefly now. All right. People, when people say we have a free will, they simply say that like what we do is up to us. That nothing, no process, no person, no agent, no anything that's not in their control is making them do anything. In other words, what we do, what we think, what we choose, what we don't choose, it's up to us, okay? The reality is none of that is up to us, all right? We're like ro- robots, puppets, we're people puppets. Okay, this is important because this is the biggest thing ever. I'm not going to go through the people whole thing. People puppets? Yes, because that's because like most people don't want to refer to themselves as puppets, you know, mm-hmm. or, or, or automatons. So we're not really puppets because we're people, but we are kind of like puppets. So we're people puppets. <laughs> not we're not muppets. Okay, we're what about pe- sheeple. We're she- we're sheeple. That's for you, G. That's good. We are. G calls sheeple. next week, by the way. Oh, I got I got to call G. Shout out! This is our first non-live. We're very thankful that G calls us. Probably wanted to see a live. Oh, sorry, that's a no free. That's Manhattan. Sorry. Right. No. No. I, okay. But he. he, he I know you do white plans. But I got to. All right. So anyway. So now again, let's go right into this. This is important because this is the biggest thing ever. All right. It's a brand new human consciousness. So like, let's let's go over like, what are some things that we were not in control of that they're they're not in. Nobody can I mean, debate this. We should define this. free will at the beginning of the show. Why it's important? No, you don't want to do that. Well, I kind of did. Okay. Free will means the ability to make decisions 100% independent of one's genetics and conditioning. Why is it important? It's the biggest thing ever. Okay, go ahead. Here we go. All right. We have a tradition of every show we do it like we start. Okay. All right. So first thing, whom we're in love with. Can you decide, can anyone decide, well, you know, like that woman over there, I really like her. I'm going to decide to be in love with her. Or can she decide to be in love with you? Can, can you do that? Absolutely not. You can't do that. You can't do that. I mean, like, nobody's going to contest that. You can't decide. Because think about it. Think about it. Like, so all romantic relationships automatically thrown into the no free will category. Yeah. Think Along with it. everything else. We're just going to go point by point. You're married for 20 years, okay? You're, you're like, you're filing papers for divorce, unfortunately, right? You know, if you had a free will, would you be doing that? Because obviously you've fallen out of love. You know, if you're married for 20 years and you had a free will, you could decide, you wake up this morning... <coughs> I'm going to be completely in love, you know, the, as, as, you know, the same as, as, you know, on their honeymoon or whatever. 
That's exactly right. (laughs) Think about this. Think about this. Okay, very related to this. Um, All right, this may be, this will be a, a little confrontational, but if you just understood what we just said, You'll understand this, but uh, whom we marry, that's, that's, I'm not sure I should have included this, because people say, well, I, of course I can decide who I marry, but think about it, if, if you're going to like be married, marry Decide, somebody, yes, free decide, no. All right, yeah, it's all right, so that, that, I'm not sure that should be in there. All right, the next one, how intelligent we are, okay, can you decide how smart you are? <laughs> of course not. You can't decide how smart you are, I mean, if you're really smart, great, if you're not so smart, Great. Sometimes we're smart in some things, but not very smart in other things. None of this stuff is up to us. You know. You forgot one big one. What? How happy are you? How happy you are? I didn't have that. In. I don't see Let's it. Let's go through it right now. Can you decide how happy you want to be? Some people say yes. These positive. Uh, well, I coaches. Did, I did a show. I did just choose to be happy. I did 138 episodes on how you actually can become happier. You can actually decide to become happier, but the, the question is, like, can you freely decide? You have to have the causal history to get to that point. Exactly, exactly. And so, like, yeah, all right, so happiness, happiness is another thing. That, like, so You cannot decide how to, to be happy. You just can't. Okay, so again, you, you understand how you can't decide how intelligent you are and why is intelligence important to this? Because, like, in other words, if you were making a decision... And your intelligence level is at a certain point, and um, and let's say somebody else is making the same decision. They have a different intelligence point. It's going to be based. Their decision is going to be based on different intelligences. So, in other words, how intelligent or not you are is going to be a factor that plays out in how you decide what you decide and what you decide. All right. So, so that's why you know. All right. Next thing. What's not up to free will? Can you decide, is it up to your free will, how your culture has conditioned you? Want me to answer that? Absolutely. Absolutely not. All right, explain to them. Explain to them why that's impossible. They should know this. Your parents gave birth to you. We know how that happened. Let's keep it G-rated. You, we were born, you were born, and you were raised 10, 12, 14 years. I mean, you were raised by your parents or by a family member or whatever, or you were adopted and you can't raise yourself, so your culture conditioned you from the day you were born. Right. Think about it. You're what fi- to believe. What You probably idolized somebody and uh, you did what they told you to do for at least six years at most, at least I would say. Oh, yeah. When can you really start breaking out and say... You can't. Well, around nine maybe you could say, yeah, I'm calling know. child services, get me out of here, call the police if you're getting beaten. But you got a good seven years, six years at least. I, I mean, I, you can't... Get out of your – you can't control how you were raised for at least six – I mean, how, if, say you're getting beaten at six, you could call the police and call the child and get no, out of yeah, there. Right, right. But, I mean, in general, you have at least six to ten to 12, 14 years of your life where you are not raising yourself. You can't choose how you were raised, right. and you can't choose your culture, and you can't choose your language and what – And so – right, right, exactly. Yeah, so like, Language. Right, so it goes like from the parents. You can't choose your parents. You can't choose how they raised you, you know, for early years. Yeah, you could have been raised you, by somebody other than your parents. Or your parents. Orphanage, whatever. Whoever, whatever, yeah. whoever raised you. Right. So, and then, like, you get, you get to be five years old. You don't get to choose what, what elementary school you're going to go to. You know, you don't get to choose what teachers. You know, well, I think I want this teacher, a five-year-old. You know, I don't want this other teacher. You don't get to choose what they teach you, what they don't teach you. Then you come home from school, 
and you've right. got this TV. Okay, you think you have a choice, right? But let me tell you something. There, there could be a thousand channels, but all those channels are created by people that you are not. In other words, you're not creating the stuff that you're seeing. Or they have a certain accent, and they speak English. So everybody, you know, that's why different uh, free will. I mean, it's why people in different countries speak different languages and different sections of different countries, different accents and dialogues. And religion, I got news to religion is pretty much geographical. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And also, if your parents move from another country, that little pocket follows with you. You could be, you know, the only Christian family in a Muslim country because your parents, you know, you're going to follow your parents. Yeah. So, but it's mostly geographical, you know. Okay, another... Culture. culture. Yeah, so, so in other words, like, you're born in, you know, this, this whole culture. You can't choose your gender. Is that, you is that on here? You can't choose the commercials. You can't choose any... We'll get into a bit more of this in, in more detail. Gender's huge. Yeah. Genetics. Uh, actually, well, yeah, well, we, we'll, right. we'll, we'll... No, let's do it right now. You number can't six. choose let's your gender. Number six, number six. All right. Um, number six, we're, let's segue to something that's very, very fundamental. When you decide something, it's not your logical mind that's like deciding this completely in other words like if you're deciding what to do and let's say it's raining out or something well basically what i'm trying to say is like our mind is made up of our our logical part our our you know cerebral cortex where we decide things rationally and stuff and parts of our mind that are emotional our limbic system you know the just these the amygdala, this, these these parts were like they don't make sense. They just are no sense that we understand. These are emotions, feelings. All right. Now, can you control your emotions? There you go. Can you? You can't control your emotions. Your emotions happen to you. You know. Now, now over time, some people say, well, over time, let's say, like you know, you're feeling not so good. You want to feel happier. Sure, over time, you can do that. But if you do that, it's not up to you. In other words, like, you know, like, like we were talking before, that there's going to be reasons why you do that. And the thing is, like, what, the reason we say you can't control your emotions is we're talking about real time. In other words, you're making a real time decision and you're having emotion. You can't, like, turn that emotion off. You can't stop the fact that you had the emotion. So what you're saying is we're just a bunch of chemicals? Well, we're just I'm, a pack of neurons that just react? Well, no, we I'm can not witness. That. No, no, but, but, but you're you right. are saying that. You're we, right. We can witness our body changes and oh sh- shoot, I'm getting very angry. But you didn't choose. You can witness and then say, oh, what am I going to do about it? But that initial hit, you cannot control or talk yourself out of. I mean, you can talk yourself out of it once it happens, but it just happens before you're aware of it. Right, and even even like so, we're, we're and that's aware the Benjamin Lebet slash Lebay. I don't know how to pronounce it. That's his study. Right, things happen on a neurotransmittal synapse level before you're aware of it. Yes, absolutely. Google Benjamin L-I-B-E-T. Libet, yes. And what's that other one, soon? Well, soon, yeah. Like here, all right, let's S-U-H-N. go briefly into this. Yeah. Libet in the mid-'80s, he determined, like, and scientifically, that a researcher doing this experiment on you, he hooks you up to an electromyogram, a EEG, a functional MRI, whatever, and he can determine... 200 milliseconds, 300 milliseconds before you are aware what your awareness is, what your conscious, you know, decision is, or your, what you would. Because you have electrodes on your head, right. you can see what your, your now, brain right. comes Now, right, so that's from. 1985. Now our technology is much, much more powerful. This this guy soon and his colleagues replicated the same experiments. They can determine up to 10 seconds in advance 
what button you're going to choose or what what thing you're going to choose you know in the, these laboratory settings mm-hmm. so obviously obviously if these guys can know 10 seconds what what you're going to choose before you're aware of even like making the choice that's not free will you know you don't have a free will okay <laughs> some decisions are like reactions or split second decisions yes that's uh learned conditioning over time in other words Something happens, you react, but how you react has been part of you for, you know, decades. I hear you. It's built up with memories and conditioning. Yes, it's all conditioning. Practicing. So when you say something like, uh, I went over to my friend's house, he collapsed, and I saved the day because I quickly did CPR, you think you're acting of your own free will, but what if you don't know CPR? Exactly. I mean, come on. Exactly. Or what if you don't think to call 911? Maybe you didn't know that, you know, I don't know. And so, so that's the idea. Like, like, we don't get to decide what we learn. You know, if, when you open a book. Okay, learned. Yeah. CPR would be learned. You would have already taken a course in that. Right. So you appear to be acting as an age of your own free will, really just manifesting your prior conditioning and learning. Exactly. All right, All right. Let's go to uh, seven. Number seven. All right. We don't, you know, what's not up to free will, our tastes are not up to free will. First of will. all, everything is not up to free will. We're just using a real concrete example right. here. Right. These are just Nothing examples. is up to free will. We're just going to make it easier for our non-philosophers out there. And, and again, the, the, the key point is like these examples we're bringing up, except for one, the one I made a mistake with, one or two. You are, made a mistake? Are, well, yeah, because, like, for example, some people say, well, we, you know, it's obvious that we can't control whom we marry. Some people will say, well, that's not so obvious. So, like, so, so what do you do when you make a mistake? I don't blame myself. I'll tell you <laughs> that good. much. Yeah. So your causal history up to that moment didn't have you practice how you would feel when you said something like that. Exactly. And now you know you didn't like it. So let's go to number uh, seven. Seven. All right. So, like, again, it's obvious. You can't, you know... It's not up to your free will what, what you like and dislike in food. You know, you're a little baby and, you know, your mom gives you some ice cream and say, whoa, that's great. You know, gives you some, like, vinegar or something. You know, say, what's this? You know, you can't decide, you know, like, to like something and not. Again, some people will argue, well, over time you can recondition it. But, you know, like acquire tastes. But, but no, ordinarily you can't really decide what your tastes are. Music, okay, you like certain kinds of music, right? And it could be, let's say you don't like a certain kind of music, but you listen to it so much every day for a year that after a year you might like it, okay? That's different. But I'm saying, like, the moment you're starting to, to, um, to listen to it, you can't decide, I'm going to like this or I'm not going to like this. That's not up to you. So when you were like a seven-year-old kid and you started to listen to music, you just liked what you liked and didn't like what your parents could have influenced you. You could have heard a song on the radio... As a seven-year-old kid, your father said, oh, that guy's a drug addict, that group, you know, and that would force you to either rebel or not. But the causal, again, the causal history. Absolutely. Probably if you idolized your father, you would like it. If you hated him at the time, you would not like it. Exactly. Yeah. And that stuff isn't up to us. Right. Okay. Your clothes, you know, like different people, you know, have different styles and clothes, you know, like, you know, some people like to wear blue. Some people like to wear yellow. Some people like to wear green and stuff. You can't decide to, to, to like. You can't decide. This is about preferences. Can you decide what your desires and preferences are? No. You can choose your preferences, but you can't choose what you prefer. Right. Exactly. Okay. So are you getting this? So you like, can choose your will, but you can't will what you will. 
So, yeah, and again, again, this is a short list. You know, you could could go through your entire life. Oh, that's right, I'm not in control of this. Oh, right, that's right, I'm not in control of this. You do this enough, you get it. What if someone says, I did it because I wanted to do it? Well, sure, you wanted to do it, but why did you want to do it? What caused you to want to do it? I wanted to go to the beach last week because it was hot. Right, all right, so why do you like heat? Some people hate the beach. Some Mm -hmm. people hate heat. See? That's right, I was born that way. It always comes back to that. Born condition, all right. Let's go to number... I want to make this clear. Even though there's conditioning, you're still born that way because the way you react to the conditioning is genetics. Yes, that's very good. Okay. Okay. Oh, you had you had uh, gender on here. I, I, I did. I, I, oh, excellent. Whether we're male read or female. <laughs> I wrote... <laughs> and right. We, so we made another mistake. Right, nobody's going to refute that. Nobody chose if they were male. How about sex change, people? That's later in life. You're saying no one chose initially if you're male or female. Right. You can't choose to be born. Like, I'm a, like, some, some new age people will say this. Like, they say this, there's no evidence. You know, oh, yeah, before I was born, I decided that I was going to be, be like a male, little male child born to these parents. Okay, you may believe that, but try to demonstrate I got I'm going to take it a like, step further. I've heard that before. I say people didn't choose their parents. And someone says, oh, yeah, my pre- I chose my parents. Guess what? That had a cause. Uh, absolutely. If you chose your parents from outer space before you became incarnated into a soul, why? Exactly. And, why, and what if there was no reason? Then you randomly got those parents. Right. So everything has a causal chain. In fact, the causal chain may go before you were born. I always talk... It has to go. Uh, well, if you believe that you chose your parents from outer space before oh, right. you were wherever... Bef- you know, oh, they're about to c- conceive. Let me j- get my soul and jump in that egg. I mean... There was a reason for it. It's still part of a causal chain. Exactly. So, we're, Which we're, is crazy. But I'm just saying, if you take it to that level, oh, no, I chose my parents. I know. I know. But why? Most, I know. But again, most why? people. Right. I know. Why? Tell There's me why. I don't know because I didn't <laughs> There's choose still a my reason. parents. Exactly. But, um, you don't have to know why. It's still a reason. Right. So it's our point. All right. So you, you, you don't, you know, this By is way, clear. By the way, believes that. You keep reincarnating. But there's. Who? Buddhists. You reincarnate. Buddhist. No, you I, get, know. Yeah. I know. I know. They believe in karma, but so, then, like, they don't. Some some Buddhists get that we don't have free will. Others believe in karma, but they don't take it to the logical. They believe extension. in cause and effect, but you self you're the self causer, right? right. And they, then at a nirvana, so, you get out of it. A lot of Buddhists don't understand that, like, if like what your life in the present life is had to do with what your past life was, and what your past life had to do with your, what your past life was. They don't take it to the beginning. In other words, like, at the very beginning when your soul was created, I don't think you were, like, given the choice, like, all right, all right, this is, like, like the soul I'm going to have. They don't, they don't take it that far. So when they do, they Again, if you chose it, why did you choose that? Okay. Had to have a reason. All right, so again, we're, we're you know, it's very clear that we don't decide whether we're going to be born male or female. And whether we're born male or whether we are male or female determines so much of how we view the world. If you don't think that, you know... Look at some men and women in conversation. We have, like, very different styles and stuff. Okay. We went through this before. It's not, it's not up to us how our parents raised us. You know? Is it up to us? It's not like you can't, like, you know, you're Well, starting at age, like, seven or eight, you could start telling your parents, I don't want to go to that school. I don't want to wear those shoes. I mean, there, you get to a certain age where you start re- saying things. But not for like four or five years, definitely. Right, and in general, in general, and that that's the thing. Like the, the formative years, your personality and stuff is formed very early on. In other words, what happens to you very early on will determine, you know, how you react to life, you know, when you're an adult. So, okay, um, number ten, what we read in books, what we see in movies, etc. This is not 
up to our free will. If you're opening up a book, especially like a, a novel, you don't have... Hopefully you're reading Free Will, The Ultimate in Nonsense. Right. All right, so... By like, Anel. So, you, you know, you're, you're opening, all right, this book, you have no way of knowing what you're going to be reading until you read it, okay? And once you've read it, all of a sudden, you know, you, you know something... You either like it or you don't. Right, and, and it may, may have a major influence on you. In other words, let's say you read one of our books... And, like, you don't know what it's going to be about, maybe. Exploring the Illusion of Free Will by George Ortega is an excellent read. It's an amazing, yeah. And it just came out in second edition Kindle, 99 cents, you know, because I want to disseminate this widely. So, like, so that's the thing. So, like, you read one of our books. I or came out or second an, edition. Books. Yeah, I just saw it last mm. week, a couple of days ago. So, like, so um, you read one of our books, and we explain to you, you don't have a free will. You, I mean, you might have known it was coming because, like, it's on the cover of our book. We have five books between us now. I know. See, we're leading this. We're like the, the free will, the no free will revolutionaries. We're, we're like, apparent, this is bigger than Einstein. We're doing something bigger than Einstein did. I mean, like, this is, this is major, and we've we got to be humble. We will pragmatically take credit for it. We got, yeah, because we've got to remain humble because, like, absolutely none of this is up to us. You know, we recognize that. So, you know, we're just regular guys. So here's the thing. So now, all right, you read one of our books, and we're explaining to you exactly why you don't have a free will. You didn't know what we were going to say before you said it, and all of a sudden, with this knowledge, it changes your entire consciousness. Okay, that's a very good example. So, like, you're reading a novel, let's be reading a novel. Whatever you're reading, you don't get to decide what you're going to read when you're reading. With, same thing with a movie, especially with a movie. You, you, you see a movie, you don't know what's going to end it. Like, some movies like, have these horrible scenes and stuff, and some people like, have nightmares the day after. You know? You know, if you had a free will, you would choose not to, to, not to see that and stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, so that's it. And that's, that involves the whole, that's TV. It's that's all part of one big causal chain. You don't get one causal chain that stops when you're seven, and then when you have your seventh birthday, seven... And one second, you start a new causal chain to nine. nine. That's just a, it's one causal chain. I want to, you know what I'm saying? That's good. Yes. It's not several causal chains. You have one causal chain, causal history determining everything. Let me just explain that in more detail. In other words, like some people say, well, we don't know what the causes are of what we do stuff. There may be more than one cause. There may be several causes. But if you want to know, you want to know most generally, most comprehensively, if you take the state of the universe. At any point in the universe, it could be the Big Bang, it could be the last moment, okay? That state of the universe is the complete cause, because there's nothing else to cause it, the state of the universe at the next moment. And like, right now, the state of the universe at this very moment just caused the state of the universe at this moment, just caused the state of the universe, and that's it. So like, there's one cause, the state of the universe, that causes everything. Exactly. Okay. Every moment of a human's life is dependent on the moment before just like the state of the universe. Asteroids are coming into each other. They don't just suddenly leap over each other. I mean, if they did, there would be a reason, physics, but it's a a physics thing. It's physics. One moment of the universe depending on the next moment and going forward and going backwards. And it's it's beyond physics because it's logic. Human lives are no different. We're in the universe. Right. It's logic. We've got four minutes. Let's go to uh, our personality. Did you say that yet? I think you may have said that. No, no. Number 11. Right. Well, we, we mentioned this before. Let's say it again. Like, you know, we're, our personality is 50% genetic. It's 50% based on what our genes are. So we don't get to select our genes. We're gonna say, we don't get to say, hey, mom, dad, I'd like these kinds of genes. I'd rather not have these. We don't get to do that. That, you know, it's like if we don't get to select our genes and our genes are 50% of our personality, 
naturally you can see how our personality is, cannot be free of that. You know, and if our personality is not free of that, the, the choices that we make, that our personality makes us um, make, because we choose what we do to a great extent based on our personality, mm-hmm. you know, obviously that, that's not free will. Okay, our instincts. You know, sometimes we have instinctual behavior. You know, mainly like as human beings, we don't have much of that. But even that, that's genetic. You right. Know? Okay. Um, what religion we follow? You don't get. You don't get to choose that. You know, like, you know, you're if you're born in a Buddhist country and your parents are Buddhist and your whole village is Buddhist. Let me tell you, you're going to be Buddhist. If you're born in like, you know, in um, in like the Bible Belt in the United States, you're going to be a Baptist, all right? You got no choice in that. You know, might you might have a choice. But later, later but in life, you may switch religions, but still, there was a causal history. Exactly. Exactly. You got fed up. Here's a cool one. One moment at a time. I'm going to skip a few. I'm going to skip a few. I'm going to go to the last. Well, you one. can't choose what country you were born in. Right. You can't choose what country you're born in. You know, you can't say. You know, so that's what I'm saying. Like, if if you understand how what country you're born in, what language you speak what religion you have, what parents you had, what schools you went to. If you understand that none of this stuff is up to you and all this stuff is what makes you who you are and decide what you do, now you're beginning to understand how free will is completely, completely, completely impossible. A big one. You cannot, and let me tell you something, you can't choose what time period you're born into but if you're born into this time period and you're watching this show and you're aware of this whole... You forgot intuitions. I know. I, I, I skipped it on purpose. Right. Um, what so time I, period? Yeah. Because we only got like a minute and four or five seconds. We're in the internet age. Yes. And, and explain this. Like, so in other words, like this, you're getting this. Our entire humanity for at least a couple thousand years has been completely deluded about who we are as people. You know, we think stuff is up to us. Absolutely nothing ever was is or ever can be up to us fundamentally. You know, we're like puppets, people puppets, whatever. And you're living in a time where our world is awakening to this super powerful fact, this super powerful fact of nature. And you didn't choose this. I didn't choose this. We didn't choose this. You know, we didn't choose to... And Al and I are leading this revolution, actually, with our two shows, with our five books... <laughs> You know, meetups. Oh, yeah, our meetups. Are, you know, you're going to be interviewed um, soon, you know. Yeah, Stu Taylor. Stu Taylor. I mean, like, uh, yeah. So, like, we're, you know, we're leading this. We didn't choose this. You didn't choose to watch this show. You just, like, turn it on. If you like the show, you, you like it. Well, again. we're here in Cable Access. If you're interested, a guy named Sam Harris wrote a book recently. We're the underground leaders. He's kind of the figurehead, but he doesn't seem to be as passionate about this. He did write a book called Free Will. It's got a red cover. It's got marionette strings on the front. Google it because yeah. he's a mainstream uh, bestseller. Right, we're just, I, we, our books are all independently right. self-published. We got this whole thing started, okay, with the meetups. The, but now Sam Harris, you know, became aware of it. And, yeah, he's, he's like the big guns. He's like the cavalry. We got it started. They're taking it to the next level. But it was none of his was up to us. All right, I hope you understand how absolutely nothing in your life ever was, ever is, or ever can be up to you. Thanks for watching.